How do we start these? I think, um, well, we could just say welcome back, I suppose. And we could, like, I guess we probably didn't say our names and stuff, assuming everybody knows who we are. But... Oh, shoot. Yeah. But that's okay. I mean, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> who really cares? <laughs> to do that right i think so I think oh, okay so. hey welcome back i'm hogs <laughs> uh <laughs> welcome back I'm okay <laughs> so good. no i'm pam and i'm amy and together we make up hogs and rope right yes that's true a little bit of you a little bit of me and it's great <laughs> hopefully it's the magic uh mixture um i will say as we begin yes yesterday i did make fresh bread what yeah i mean it's not like a miracle i do it quite often because i like to and it's not that hard once you get into the swing of things Mm -hmm. but um yeah i made fresh bread because we had soup and that kind of stuff yesterday for supper so i was like i'm gonna make some bread thinking about recording this podcast Ooh, look at you mm-hmm. tying it all in trying that's awesome. so yeah so we wanted to look at um this passage in john six this week. yeah because we're we're focusing through the lenten season right mm-hmm. on on the different statements that jesus has made saying who he is the i am statements yeah and so jesus in john six says i am the the bread of life mm. and it comes in this context that's actually pretty neat of oh axel's so loud today <laughs> so <laughs> <good>. <laughs> he's like i want some bread it's just yeah, it's just asmr it's that like background sound that people can like love it's fine don't worry about it <laughs> it's good they're just like oh once again they prove they're just living real life so yeah <laughs> I know. Hey, this is almost as quiet as I can get. I'm like locked up in our our bedroom and um, have childcare, have nothing else going on in the house. And except for this little guy who's going to fall asleep. Yes. Yes. Hush, little baby. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know if you make any lullaby in minor key? It sounds real creepy. (laughs) It does sound very creepy. I've watched a couple of those videos. It's a little little creep. Oh, gosh. Okay. So yeah. back, back to the bread of life. Okay. Um, Bring it in. Yeah. So the I am statements and Jesus saying, I am the bread of life. It comes in this context. So um, Jesus had just walked out on the water <laughs> to the disciples and they immediately got to the shore. And so then like people are like, hey, how did you get here? So Right. <laughs> He's like, oh, girl, I took the, I took the seaway. <laughs> yeah. And so and they're like, what, when did you get here? And he, Jesus is just saying, like, you've been looking for me um, and you've been working for food that spoils. But why don't you look for food that endures? And I am that and basically the son of man or Jesus mm. is, is that, is that food that does not spoil. And then people are like, Oh, how do we get this? Like, what do I have to do? And that's a lot of times people ask Jesus, like, yeah, that sounds great. Like, what yeah. do I have to do to get it? And basically Jesus comes to them and says, um, 
like it's free and i am i am that bread i am this bread of life whoever comes to me to me and you'll mm-hmm. never go hungry and if you believe in me you'll never go thirsty i'm reading um, john 6 35 mm-hmm. whoever comes to me will never go hungry and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty but as i told you you have seen me and you don't believe in then he gets into all this other stuff but basically <laughs> all this other stuff because then like people are like wait a second because yeah. and that's maybe the first like side note that i'm gonna make is like a lot of times when Jesus is like, no, it's me. We're like, but, but really, what is, <laughs> but actually, what is but that? really, come on. Like, no, no, but I want something. For I can, yeah. Cause it's like, and I think that's, what's happening um, to the people here that Jesus is speaking to in the, in the, in that present moment mm. um, is like, no, I want something tangible and that I can control. Yeah. And Jesus obviously can't control Jesus. But so I think it's one thing like here Jesus is saying, I am the bread of life, a food, you know, a substance. Mm -hmm. Right, Axel. Um, (sighs) That doesn't uh, spoil. But uh, (laughs) yeah. yeah. Speaking of, I'm giving my kid the bread of his life right now. (laughs) (laughs) The bread of life. Perfect. I've seen him. He'll never go thirsty. Yep, yep. That's good. That's good. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, a food that doesn't spoil. And so it's, it, it's amazing. I don't know. Like, if we dig deeper into this, mm-hmm. like, why do we search for things and fill up on things, whether it's spiritual or natural or relational, whatever, that leave us wanting? And what does it look like to truly be uh, or just truly receive Jesus mm. as the bread of life, something that will fill us up, that will nourish us? Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's such an interesting question that I think is really hard to answer because it, I mean, it's not hard to answer, but it feels like it. we should be like, well, we don't do that. But it's such a human condition thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's just part of you know, us being restored in, in the time we're in back to, you know, we're positionally restored by the work of Christ, obviously, but there's the process of us walking through our salvation. And I think, you know, it's like, we know with our head that he is the only one that sustains. And we understand that to a certain point, but there's something still in our experiential thing. That's like, well, all of these things are, I think it's because we look at what we see in front of us. Right. And we're like Mm. these, or maybe we say, these are the things that make me complete or that would make me satisfied or, you know, that would make me feel good. And, and sometimes, you know, I think we're just looking for things that are tangibly in front of us, or it could be dreams or desires or things that we put in our heart where we're like, this is what makes my life look complete, you know? And Um, like we talked about in the last episode, you know, so many of those things are just temporary fleeting things that don't really have any lasting thing, or they can just in the moment satisfy, but then leave you still feeling wanting. And I think that's just such a part of humanity, unfortunately, (laughs) you know, like, like we know the answer, but we don't know and carry out the answer, you know? Right. 
Well, I think you're right in the sense, like we we always are our human tendency is to skew things, so we flip it mm-hmm. over versus right side up, like where, um, so. And, and Lent invites us into like really having this conversation of like our right. appetite and mm-hmm. how do we, how do we fill our appetite? And by if, whether you or I or those listening have engaged in letting go of something in Lent to make yeah. space, like um, it asks us a question, am I, what am I using to fill myself up? And is it, um, have I flipped it where I should be? seeking Jesus mm-hmm. and looking to Jesus or am I using other things? And I, I always look at, um, you know, the spiritual practice of fasting, mm. uh, is, um, an opportunity to really experience hunger, really experience the lack of something in order, like those physical realities mm-hmm. point to deeper spiritual realities mm-hmm. so just as i am like if i'm fasting from a meal or for a day or for from something specific like my urge or hunger for food like physical food is a point is is real but it's pointing to a deeper reality of my spiritual hunger like i'm i am malnutrition malnourished spiritually right if i'm not turning to the one who said i am the bread of life and i was this like oh man girl (laughs) (laughs) yes well it it and that malnutrition comes out in in ways like Mm -hmm. for me this morning like getting everybody going everybody ready i'm after night where everybody had to wake up at least once or twice a night and Mm -hmm. so like I did not sleep I didn't even get to eat this morning and then you know I'm just like running packing lunches getting people dressed and everything and it's really awkward when you have to like tell your husband here put on your pants no put on no I'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding Oh, so good. <laughs> Tuck your shirt in. You don't want to look Tuck silly. Shirt in. That's hilarious. No, just kidding. I didn't do any of that for him, That's but awesome. but for the other little ones, like, mm-hmm. and then there's pushback or whatever, and then it's like I'm oh, I was just like running on empty and less than empty this morning, and thinking, ha, ah, this is a talk to Amy about Jesus being the bread of life, and I know, and I'm thinking as I'm driving one kid to to daycare, I'm like. Oh my goodness, like I need to make sure I'm filling up on Jesus. Yeah. Like I definitely need to be cuz like these moments and you're going to always have moments cuz we're human of feeling dry and empty and right. Um, but like yes, it is a good reminder that I need to keep filling up <laughs> even though physically I'm worn down, I can still be spiritually filled up. So Right. Anyway, I went on a little tangent there, but no, but yeah, true. yeah, like going back to like those, um, yeah, like those physical realities of feeling mm-hmm. hungry or whatever, and you can you can um, talk more about it too. But like, I really do think they reflect a a deeper and a more real spiritual reality. Right. Well, I mean, I think <laughs> everything you know, we're, we're spiritual beings having a human experience. And so I think Mm -hmm. God has given us those, um, 
things to help remind us. You should tagline that. That was good. It's what? That was really good. Your spiritual beings having a human experience. Yeah. I'm not the originator of that. Um, I still like it. Just that I grew up in a charismatic um, church. And so. I still like it. (laughs) Something. Yeah. So, but you know, so it's every, I think God has given us all of those things in, in the physical realm so that we can be reminded, like you said, of those deeper spiritual truths, you know, and, mm-hmm. um, and I was, you know, thinking, we were even talking a little bit before we started, like, I, for myself, you know, it's like a lot of times, um, I'll look to in the physical realm, you know, I'm just like, oh, I, I'm really hungry. And instead of getting something that's actually going to sustain me, I look for whatever is convenient mm. or easy or right in front of me or something that I can drive to <laughs> and drive through or drive through or drive through. <laughs> and, um, you know, or, or I look to things that don't actually satisfy or things that in the end are actually going to make me pretty bummed out that I did them, you know? Mm. So like, I'm like, oh, I'm, you know, and sometimes it's, it's interesting, like, you know, you can be like in the physical realm, you're like, I'm not even hungry. I just want something, you know, like, I think we've all experienced yeah. that where you're just like, I just want to snack or whatever. And I remember when I was younger, um, one of my friend's moms, she used to, um, when, whenever she was experiencing that kind of just that, that physical, like, oh, I just kind of want something or I just want to snack or I just want to do that she had told us, um, and you know, I was probably 12 or something. She's like, I just started asking God, like, do I need something physically or do I need something spiritually? Do I need more of you or do I need something physically? You know, my physical body Mm -hmm. doesn't really feel hungry, but maybe this is a spiritual thing. And so she just started to try to practice that and, and ask that. And then if she felt like she needed, you know, if it wasn't really hunger in the physical realm, Mm-hmm. Then she would, you know, in the spiritual, she would just spend either spend time with God or read some scripture or whatever, you know, whatever it was, listen to some worship music or, or talk with him. And, um, and she just said she started to feel overall more sad, you know, just sustained or more satisfied. And I just thought that was such a, that stuck with me as such an interesting thing of like, you know, us recognizing what are we actually hunger, hungry for in the moment, um, and then what are we looking for? Are we, are we looking to something that's actually going to sustain us? You know, whether we're using the physical example of, am I choosing real foods that my body can break down and actually use as energy? Or am I choosing, you know, processed things that are just going to pass through my body because my body actually can't break them down, <laughs> you know? Mm. And it's just, it's just going to become like fatty tissues that's stored in my body, you know, and, and mm. hold, give me a weight and a, a thing that I actually don't need or that I can't, you know, it shouldn't be there. It's going to actually cause me problems in the, in the latter uh, mm. play out of that. But um, I just thought that was such an interesting thing of just, you know, again, cause like, like we said, we're spiritual beings having a human experience. So what, you know, the, the spiritual realm and, and who we really are, the eternal side of us, I think we often ignore um, because we get so wrapped up in the physical part of everything, you know? Yeah. And not that the physical isn't important. It is, but they're both important. And so. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it is true. Like Jesus, Jesus even alludes to it. Like he taught, he references back in, exodus 16 when 
um, their ancestors, he says this in John 6, your ancestors had bread from heaven. Mm. And like, that's when Moses and the Israelites were in the desert in exile and they were worried about food and God provided bread from heaven, like manna. Mm. And Mm -hmm. that was a very physical reality of God providing for our physical needs. And God does that. God desires to do that. God will do that because God is faithful. Right. And so, um, so like, if you're physically feeling lack or then God will provide for that. We just have to discern and allow the Holy spirit to speak to us. Like what does our body need? Like being in tune with our body, then it's important and significant and, um, and part of a spiritual practice. But now Jesus is saying, he's like deepening that understanding. Like not only will God provide for you physically, but God is going to provide for you spiritually. And it's your physical bodies are, are temporary and have an end and all of these things, but they're, yeah, what you were saying, like your spiritual, like Mm -hmm. self is Jesus is providing spiritual food for your spirit. And like, and that, and that food that Jesus is offering spiritually is food that will satisfy. And it is interesting. Like, I like that, what you were saying, just like ask, even be more intentional of asking like, okay, I have a physical feeling or urge or whatever, or appetite mm-hmm. or whatever. And is that, um, how is that supposed to be or needs to be met? Is it through a spiritual re- means? Is it even like, uh, maybe just a relationship? Like maybe you just need to have coffee with your good friend <laughs> or right, right. maybe you mm-hmm. need those borders to open. So you yeah, can... <laughs> right. Oh, ridiculous. Um, the truckers, the truckers yeah. should bring you through. <laughs> get on the, get on that truck. <laughs> yeah. Get your mom to drive you up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, um, <so> good. <laughs> but I think like, yeah. So there's just a discernment process instead of just like blindly, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Uh, blindly, like, filling ourselves up with easy things or thing or what jesus says food that spoils whether that's i mean for some people that's relationships that are unhealthy Mm -hmm. but they're convenient and they satisfy this this um loneliness or a desire for uh, companionship so it's just like you jump straight into whatever relationship and Mm -hmm. but that's not that's food that spoils right so Uh, yeah yeah it's interesting and even if we think about like in the physical realm like I was listening to the study one time and it was talking about how our body the registry like the the signal that goes off in our body for hunger and for thirst are very similar and Mm -hmm. we have to discern like what we need to they were talking about like being in tune with your body and and starting to recognize like so they're like first start with water because hydration and hunger your body sends the same signal. And so I think it's interesting just how like God really is in everything, like right down to our physicality, he is helping his people understand like to be mindful and to be present (laughs) and to engage what's happening, you know, in in around you and, and to recognize and understand and to have that, that posture of awareness, um, and I, you know, but man, we just kind of breeze through all of that every single day, mm-hmm. you know, because it's so commonplace to us and, and it's easy for us to just be like, oh, well, this is what it is and this is how I do it. But 
to really, you know, to understand those deeper truths. You know, I think a lot of times without meaning to, we just live on the surface, you know, we're just barely scratching, you know, like, what do they say? Like humans use like 10 to 20% of their brains or something. It's like you, you, (laughs) (laughs) well, just the capacity, like there's so much more that life could be about, you know, and, and I don't mean adding things. I think that sometimes when we hear that we're talking about, you know, I'm not saying like volunteer at 25 more places or have 75 jobs. Like I do, like, that's not what I'm saying at all. Mm -hmm. I'm saying, I think that there's, there's a, a posture of, of depth that we're invited to walk into. But I think most of us without realizing we're just skipping across the surface, you know? Yeah. 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 And I think like, I know last time we talked about Jesus is the way. And mm-hmm. and I think it's like, am I receptive and do mm-hmm. I accept the way in which God is providing for me? Right. Whether physically, relationally, emotionally, and ultimately spiritually. Right. Like, am, or am I not receptive to that and is that the first thing i need to address is like am i receptive to the way in which god is providing for me right or am i being a stubborn (laughs) um, ungrateful child of god Um, right well and even i think recognizing that he is the one who's doing it because you know i was looking at you know in earlier in the chapter in chapter six of john you know it's like the people were like, well, Moses gave us bread from heaven. And Jesus is like, I- I'm going to read this in my tone. That's probably not the one. Jesus yes, thank you. He's like, <laughs> he's like, uh, my <laughs> father gave you bread from heaven. <laughs> Moses did not give you bread. You know, Jesus said, I tell you the truth. Moses didn't give you bread from heaven. My father did. And now mm-hmm. he offers you true bread from heaven. So it's kind of like, are you going to recognize like what he's offering you here I am, you know, I'm the, I'm the one that's actually going to bring sustenance and, and satisfaction, you know, in, in the big picture in this life to come. And I, so I think, you know, like you, you were saying, just to piggyback off of that, it's like, sometimes do we even, do we recognize it's not, and I think the first part, like you said, is that, am I, am I accepting the way he's providing? And I think the other question too, is do I even recognize you know, mm-hmm. am I aware enough to see that this is what he's doing? That's true. And I think those two questions go together because, you know, sometimes we we don't think this is what he's doing because we also were not in tune with that this could be something from him because we've made out a way that we think mm-hmm. he's going to work. And we're like, well, that's not how it's going to work because that's not what you're going to do. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> no, it's what he's going to do. <laughs> yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And- and I think scripture shows us that time and time again, it's like, man, people didn't know how things were going to work out or they didn't know how it was going to go. And it seems like a, a sea shouldn't open up and you can walk through or it doesn't seem like you can be imprisoned and then all of a sudden be second to Pharaoh. It doesn't seem like, you know, you can go before yeah. a thing and, and save your people. Like there's these things in ways that, you know, if we're not in tune and, and asking those two questions to ourselves, I think, again, it's easy for us to just skim along the surface to be like rocks that are skipped. And I don't, Mm. I don't want to, I want to get to the bottom of that lake and then get all buffed out by the tide so that I'm a pretty agate. Okay. (laughs) An agate. I want to be, or maybe some sea glass, you know, like, um, but 
it, there's just that there's that truth like it's there's a depth i think that he's always inviting us to um mm-hmm. and i think the questions we ask are do i do i receive the way that he is making things work and do i recognize that this could be him or is mm-hmm. it him you know yeah. but if we're not aware if we're not in tune with ourselves um if we don't have that posture of receptivity to the holy spirit oh yes that sounded way fancier than i was gonna say (laughs) that was perfect um we're gonna miss it accidentally you know and and that stinks and i think you're right and there's a lot of parallels i mean Mm -hmm. jesus is definitely you know talking what you were saying of like no it wasn't moses it was god (laughs) and if Mm -hmm. we even think about it like when they were given this manna from heaven um Mm -hmm that showed up and yeah they they got sick of it and started grumbling mm-hmm. and so i even think of like even though jesus is bread for life and and bread that will not spoil like sometimes i get tired of like oh do i have to work for it or do i have to like look for jesus can i just like we're i, I think it's part of like <laughs> I know that sounds horrible. No, oh, I think Jesus. we all do it. I think because what everybody does. Yeah, because <laughs> like we we live in a time in a culture where everything is like, you know, fashion is throwaway fashion, and right. you know, there's like constant um, like stuff to uh, how do you even talk about it? Like social media, like you're consuming mm-hmm. social media nonstop. And right. if you don't like one thing, you just scroll to the next thing. Yeah. And yeah. even I find this with my, I uh, like, and like for, for me, like my kids mm-hmm. of like <laughs> the other day, they're complaining about what cartoon to watch. And, and my husband was like, you don't understand when I was your age. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> He's really old. Just kidding. Um, I only had a, one channel, one cartoon that I watched on right. Saturday mornings. And mm-hmm. like my kids and kids now, like even adults, we don't have any concept right. of being limited. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if we don't like something, we just scroll to the next thing. If we don't like this, and I find that like if I'm looking for a show to watch, I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll like that. And so I spend the whole time I could watch a show just yep. looking through things watching oh, trailers and and it's so and <laughs> by the end you're like oh that was a waste of time right right I like know. I for I, an hour trying to pick a show this is stupid yes <laughs> because because i mean that desire to like want to watch a good show because it's fun when you find a good show and like right. you, you you enjoy it but then like I don't know. And that like desire when it's not met mm. leaves us wanting, but like, and I go, I look at that and I think like, how often do I try to fill up that spiritual desire with all these other things and I'm left wanting. Right. And, and it's the same, like when we, I mean, challenge to the Christian church, right. We, we go to church and we're like, Oh, it's not exactly the music I like. Oh, it's not exactly the sermon I like. Oh, it's not exactly like they don't have a, kids ministry that I like they don't have a women's or men's ministry or they don't have this or you know we're we're constantly looking for something better but Mm. the something better is never going to be there the something Mm. better is Jesus who is a person who we have to have a relationship with 
And if we're not cultivating that relationship, if we're just looking for someone to spoon feed us, then we're going to be left wanting. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. I just went on a tangent. No, it's good. I'm going to have to like sit in that for a second later by myself, I guess. (laughs) No one wants to listen to the silence right now. I'm like, let me me sit in that for a second. (laughs) Let me me pause the recording and then call you back. (laughs) Might as well. (laughs) No, it's good though. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. It's it's so interesting, you know, and, and like you were saying, like when that manna was coming from heaven, they just kind of got over it and got sick of it. And I think, you know, I've, I've even heard myself say like, oh, well, you know, I know that Jesus is the answer, but I just want something else. Or I know that prayer is what I'm supposed to do because it's talking to God, but blah, blah, blah. Mm. You know, it's like we, we do that. Or, you know, sometimes we have days where we're like, I need so much. I'm going to double up on all this. And I'm going to be like super Christian. And, you know, like they would gather all this extra manna Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then it would like spoil, you know? So it's like, sometimes I live my life, like I'm trying to store up reserves, like, okay, well, if I like have like a super Sunday and like really do a bunch of Jesus stuff and experience him. Like I can coast, right? Like the rest of the week, it's okay to, you know, and I I just think thinking through those things, man, it's, it's challenging. Like, how am I, how am I taking in the truth of that? He is the bread of life that if I come to him, I'm not going to be hungry anymore. And in a full experience and that, if I believe in him, I, it says I'll never be thirsty. Like what? So then when I think of that truth and then I look at how I'm living my life, like how do those two things match up? You know? Mm. And it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like we would need another episode for that. Well, I think he, maybe that's, we, our docu- we just, oh, that's our docuseries. <laughs> yeah. Get right on that. The Christian girl who might not be a Christian. <laughs> oh, no, you are. <laughs> <laughs> sorry you were probably going to say something very insightful and I didn't no, I <laughs> no I was just like do we jump off the deep end or do we just keep it like mm. and wrap it up at this but I think like there like, in reality there's this culture in even in the church of, mm. and I think we've talked about this before in previous seasons most self-care oh yeah and, like, I think Jesus is really challenging us mm. of what self-care. Because yeah. he, like, after he gives this message, like, going back to, like, they grumbled. Even, right. like, they grumbled when they got manna from heaven. Mm. Like, real bread that all of a sudden showed up every morning. They right. were mad about that. But then, like, when Jesus is like, I am I am the bread of life. Right. And... They were like, <laughs> it says in the towards the end of the chapter, like on hearing it, many of his disciples says, "This is a hard teaching. <laughs> Who can accept it?" I know, and, right? And He's aware like, yeah, of his disciples I? grumbling about this, Jesus says, Do, "Does this offend you?" Mm, mm-hmm. And I think truly, at, at the core of Jesus saying, "I am the bread of life," right, does offend us because, yeah. um. Because in a in a culture of self love, mm. self care, like true self care would be going to Jesus, right. and that's it. 
like true it's not going to get your nails done it's not having like the best you know outfit on it's not um all of these things that we say all of my self-care I do or you know it's not you know even eating all all organic food it's not having your green smoothie in the morning like I'm not like I I'm trying to do all that stuff because I think it's important to take care of my body but ultimately all of that stuff my and that's what Jesus says like your ancestors ate the bread of heaven like the the bread that came from heaven yet they died right right but you need to eat from this bread in order to live right and I think that's what makes it so hard for us as humans, because again, it's not that those things that you mentioned, it's not that they're bad. They're not good or bad. You know, yes, taking exactly. care of yourself, it's not good or bad. Getting yeah. your hair done isn't good or bad. It's really yes. what's going on on the inside of us that makes it good or bad if it's our yes. source. Very you know, so like, am yes. I looking at, am I looking at, um, okay, well, I, I ate really well this week okay, now I'm good, you know? And if that's what I think is sustaining me, then that's where Jesus is like, um, no, (laughs) it's a, it's a, it's a moldy bread. It's going to mold the next day. That's going to be yucky. And it's not, I mean, unless it's McDonald's and then it's never going to mold. Hey, (laughs) right. So there you go. There's some things that seem okay for a long time. Am I right? (laughs) Bring it in. I'll bring anything you bring at me. I will turn it into something. I know. It's good. But, um, but that's the truth. Like, you know, we, it's not that those, and I think that's what makes it so hard. God isn't saying, I don't want you to enjoy these things. Like, no, he's given us things he wants us to enjoy. Um, and it's okay that they, the things aren't good or bad. It's what's going on on the inside of us that then become like, where's your heart really at? You know, like I was thinking, what's that yeah. scripture that talks about like how, you know, man looks at the outside, but God looks at the heart. Like he's looking at what's happening on the inside and Jesus is saying, you know, hey, man, I'm the one that sustains. Am I am I the bread that you're coming to? Am I the one that you're taking in to actually be sustained and satisfied? Or are you allowing these surfacey things to lull you into a sense of security when really you're just, uh, you know, I, I mean, man, that's like the Pharisees. That's what he was. That's why he was yeah. so bummed on them, because they had the yeah. looks of everything like they knew the scripture, they followed the letter of the law to to the T and he's like, but on the inside, you're like a whitewashed yucky old tomb. Okay. Yeah. And so that's, I think the thing is, is again, it's not that you can't do those self care things, but they are not your source. It's not, it's just something you can do. It's not necessarily good or bad, but man, what's happening on the inside. And are you trusting that this is the thing that's going to carry you through? If I could just, get my hair done. I'll be fine. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and like, it sounds stupid when we say that, but man, I have had those thoughts. You know, it sounds dumb yeah. when you say it out loud. Like, why would you think a haircut is going to make you feel better? Forever? Which it does. <laughs> it, it doesn't make you feel better forever, but like, right. After you get your hair done or like, you know, take a shower, you always feel better. It's true. Yeah. But yes, it's not, it's not lasting. It's going right. to spoil that feeling will not last right right because you end up getting spit up on again or you end up sweating <laughs> again or you end up or like, you can't style your hair like that person or what you know oh, like geez, yeah yeah you can't make it so again i think it's just that's what's i think that's what be, can become so challenging for us is that it's not that those things 
can't happen in our lives or that they're good or bad. It's really those deeper things. And if we're not able, if we're just breezing through life and not taking on a posture of awareness, we're just going to, we're going to miss it. And we're not going to experience the depths. I think that God really wants us to live in and, and to experience and to be, you know, cause he's, he's making us whole and complete into the image of his son, you know, positionally in the heavenlies, we're already that right. Mm -hmm. But here on earth, that's still a process for us where we're becoming more and more like the image of his son. And, and, but if we're just wrapped up in and sucked into all of the things that we can only see or experience, we're just going to miss it. And, and it's not just a bummer for us. It's a bummer for the people around us who, who need us to be the light of the world, Pam. Right. (laughs) And I think that's the challenge of this, this Mm. passage and what Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Like, None of this stuff will last, but I will. And are you, do you, even in this present moment, are you willing to go deeper? Are you willing to experience true satisfaction? Mm -hmm. Um, But that means you have to let go of some other things or you have to turn away from trying to find satisfaction in relationships or your physical Mm -hmm. appearance or your physical. um, And that could be just like eating junk food or it could be like the other extreme of being like, a gym rat you know like right are you willing to let go of those things and uh, you know and I'm not saying truly let go but like let go of finding your identity finding satisfaction right. in those things because right. that's not going to happen and right. it's interesting at the end of this passage it says from this time many of his disciples turned back and no longer followed yeah. him yeah like are we willing to follow Jesus into the deeper spiritual reality right. of being satisfied by him right. as the bread of life? And, and that might mean ugh. like, I'm not going to have all have this physical life together. Mm. Like I would maybe want it to look together. Like my house is a mess right now. Like my, <laughs> you know, like right. I was really tired this morning, but yeah. like, yeah, am I willing to let go of some of the surfacey things in order to, like, have that true satisfaction in Jesus? Right. And I, you know, like, I used to, especially when I was younger, I used to be like, I just don't understand why people wouldn't want to grow deeper in the things of God. And, like, you know, I used to be really judgy about the passages mm-hmm. where it's like, and then a whole bunch of people would turn away. I'm like, you were with Jesus. What is your deal? Like, doy, of course, he's the real thing. But man, like I, I get it. Like it is, I think, intentionally allowing Jesus to be that bread of life and the Lord of your life. Mm-hmm. It is, it is challenging and it is offending to yourself because it, it really does in the system that we've grown up in, in the kingdom that we've grown up, mm-hmm. right. in this worldly kingdom, it is oftentimes incredibly the opposite of what I think is the best or right or what society tells me is the best or right and i i get it like i have i have a a deeper grace and understanding for why our churches are filled with people who (laughs) just are are good and okay with being a good person like i get it because it's hard like Mm -hmm. these words are hard because you know like i said in my um offering up of a docu-series like is this girl really a christian like when you look at like how i'm living you know, and what I do, like, is it really matching this truth that I say I believe? And those two things are like friction, man. It's like the rubber meeting the road. Like, how does that actually play out? 
you know, Jesus isn't interested in us just saying like, well, you're the bread of life for me. Cool. Like, how is that playing out, man? And I think that's really, it's challenging. And I, I get it. I get the disciples. I mean, I think they missed out and I don't want to be one that walks away, but Mm -hmm. I understand (laughs) (laughs) to a certain degree. But then the other truth is like, you know, to say like, you know, some of the other, like, where else would I go? You're my source, you know? So you're like, you're in this, like, man, there's, I know now that there's nothing else that will satisfy. And I know that it's sometimes challenging to take in those truths to a deeper level of my heart, because, you know, we're Mm -hmm. we're like, well, I'm good. I've done this pretty well. And then God will bring something up or, or you'll see something and you're like, oh man, that too. Okay, cool. (laughs) Yes. I think like just to bring it home a little bit. Yeah, bring it home, girl. Bring it home. Um, (laughs) And to wrap it up. No, (laughs) to bring it home, like. No. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm just kidding. I have to go to work. I have to go to work. Yeah, you do actually. (laughs) So um, this is what Lent invites us to do, though, is to ask this question. Am I I seeking Jesus as a bread of life to the Mm -hmm. point that it offends me sometimes? Yeah. And I have to ask myself, am I turning away or am I turning towards? Mm. And even even what you were saying, you're echoing Peter's response because Jesus, after they, after many disciples turn back, Jesus looks to the 12 and says, do you not want to leave? Do you, you do not want to leave too, do you? And Peter says, Lord, to whom shall we go? Right. You have the eternal words of life Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we've come to believe and to know that you are the Holy one of God. Like you can know that Jesus is the Holy one of God Mm -hmm. and still like I have no idea how I'm gonna how this is gonna go I don't know where I'm gonna go I don't know how deep Jesus will bring me but I I don't I know I can't go anywhere else right and I think that's the point that we want to get to right is that maybe I've searched and I'll give this example as like as kind of a like I don't know, antidote or I don't know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like I, I work with um, people who have addiction issues. Like in the prison, mm-hmm. a lot of people have addiction issues. Um, mm-hmm. And and countless of times I'll hear someone say like, I, ha- I had that first what a- whatever it was, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever substance the it was. The first hit, yeah. That the- first hit yeah. was yeah. so amazing. And I've been chasing it since then. Yeah, right. And Jesus... It's totally, and that's everything in life. Everything mm. in the outside of Jesus mm. is that first hit is really good, and but it will never be able to replicate that. Right. But Jesus is totally the opposite. The more we are in relationship with Him, the more we seek Him, the more we dive into that relationship, the deeper mm. and the more sustained and the more greater and glorious and. Uh, inspiring mm. is that experience of who he is. Uh, yeah. And so I think that's what Jesus is trying to get us to understand. Right. I don't know. Yeah, that's good. Someday I like we'll that. figure it out. <laughs> Oof, it's so true. Oof. So true. That's good. Well, that's enough to challenge that's, me. Um, regardless of how anybody done else for the feels day. like. I need a nap. Tape. <laughs> tape on that one. <laughs> Thanks, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. That is good enough to chew on this week. That's a lot. So that's awesome.
Oh, bread of life, man. Carbon Thank out. You. Huh? Yeah, carbo loading. <laughs> carbo loading in the oh, right Jesus. way. Yeah. Right, right. Jesus also offers gluten-free options in case <laughs> we need that too. He's the real wheat that doesn't mess you up. It's all That's good. That's true. <laughs> okay, we better. I'm going to okay, get crazy. That's it. I'm going to get silly. I'm good. <laughs>